dark. Oh god, no. Get close. Oh, hold on. Let me go ahead and talk. Hello. Oh, now I sound like Mickey Mouse. Can, can you can you sit closer to the mic? Hello. It really does help to be right on it. Yeah. I'm not touching it, especially Just when you told me what you, you guys do talk. in here. Huh? Said I'm not touching it based on what you told me that you guys do in here. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we do like antibacterial <laughs> on this thing? <laughs> I think it would mess it up in all honesty. Okay, these are really bothering me. Yeah, because they're terribly cheap sunglasses, Janice. But I like them. Of course you so do. So what? <laughs> I'm going to wear them all day. Doesn't surprise me. Except okay. for in here. Okay, I think we're good. Let's give this a shot. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and the rest of you. Uh, it is episode 68 of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. I am, as always, your lovely and charming host, Sean Studley Hood. <laughs> uh, Dave is not here, man, again, uh, you know, but that's Dave. not really all that uncommon. That is not Dave, you hear. That is um, not, that's not Dave, Janice Henderson. I'm not Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Janice, our HR lady, believe it or not, is actually a big wrestling fan. Hello. And so she's going to sit in and talk uh, some wrestling with me. Because if there's one thing our HR lady loves, it's half-naked men wrestling over a belt. You know it. That's right. It's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to kind of be a little weird to be the HR person for a radio station. So <laughs> speaking of which, this is ESPR, Eats Lee Podcast Repeat, FM 99, and the Fox's first and only WWE wrestling podcast. You can find us at lots of different places, including FM99.com and 106 point, no, 1069thefox.com. There's only one dot in there. <laughs> and uh, you click right on media under there. It leads you right to ESPR. It takes you to our most recent episode, and you can link it to you right to our SoundCloud. Uh, you SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, all sorts of major podcast apps. Just search ESPR. And we do ask that if you listen to us, especially on iTunes, you give us a five-star review and a, or five-star rating and a review because it helps us move up. We've got a lot of them. We have one jerk who rated us three stars. Sorry. And it threw... <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> and it threw the whole thing off, unfortunately. So uh, we're kind of trying to build that up. But again, it does help us move up the rankings and helps us get more ears on us, which is always a good thing. So uh, and there's that out of the way. And of course, if you want to get in touch with us, there's always ways to do that. Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99. And you can email us ESPR at FM99.com. Any of your questions, comments, concerns, topics, uh, you're concerned about why Dave's gone so frequently. Me too. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what he's doing with his life, but uh, apparently I think he just doesn't love you, listener. I think that's what it is. I love you. That's why I'm here. Janice loves you. That's why she's here. No, I think Dave doesn't love Sean. I well, think Dave loves you guys. Everybody loves me. I don't know what you're talking about, Janice. Everybody loves me. So you can get right out of here with that nonsense. Uh, so right away, we'll just jump into the news portion of the show. Uh, a few things to talk about here. Not that much big news to talk about, but we do have a couple of things like um, some ROH guys, Adam Page, uh, uh, Cody, you know, who we're all familiar with, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks. Uh, Adam Page was doing an interview recently, and they asked him what the likelihood is of all of them or any of them signing with the WWE, and he said that basically it would be a real disservice if, uh, any, and they, if they signed with the WWE considering everything they've built and what they've been doing this last year. And I kind of understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, shut up. <laughs> Just join the WWE. I'd love to see, I'd really like to see Cody back. Yeah, I could see As that. he is now, you know. Right. Um, and Kenny Omega would be a great addition. Yes. I think Kenny Omega stands a good chance of being a main event player for WWE if he can get in there while he's still healthy. And there's room for them to get exposure, so it's probably a good move on their part. Well, and I feel like they need all the main event type heels they can get. I agree, 100%. Uh, and and Kenny Omega could walk into that role. He doesn't need to be, he doesn't need to be like like buffed up or anything like that. Made into a big heel. The dude is a heel. He's a world class star that people know. He can walk in and people will immediately take him seriously. Right. So, I think that would be nice. But you know, as for the rest of you, I don't care. Never been a big Young Bucks fan. Don't care much about Adam Page. Whatever. <laughs> and I'm gonna get these. So many people are gonna write me and be like, "You don't like Adam Page? You don't like the Young Bucks? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> I, nothing. Super kicks are boring after a while. Um, after that, Disagree we have, that. I, I like super kicks, but once I've seen 40 of them in the same match, I'm pretty much done with them. Dolph. A good super kick um, is awesome though. A good super kick. Not 40 of them. <laughs> uh, especially by the same people over and over and over. 
Uh, WWE reportedly filming a pilot at the Hardy Compound. Not sure what that's about. Matt hinted at uh, something they're doing at the compound just recently. He sent a Twitter out with pictures of the compound and his family, and he said, Senor Benjamin, I need you to prepare the Dome of Deletion and the Hardy Compound for celebration. House Hardy is expecting guests in the near future and has also prepared the battlefield for massacre if needed. The hashtag broken universe is alive. Yes. So uh, something's going on. Not sure I'll be what it watching is. that show. I'm oh, a big sure. Hardy fan. It'll, it'll. Oh, I know you are, Janice. You may not know this. Janice <laughs> has a toy of Jeff Hardy in her <laughs> office. So if you I actually went to WrestleMania and saw when they came out for the first time. Oh, that's after. right. You were at that. That was chilling. That yeah, goosebumps. Did you expect like, him to be there? No. No, it was no, a complete surprise. I did. One hundred percent. Okay, how did you react? Did you squee? Did you, were you like a little girl? Did you squeal? Yeah, it's kind of like little girls at an NSYNC show or something like that. It was horrible. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. I'm way too old for that. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're, you're never, I don't think you're ever too old to actually enjoy things anymore. Because at a certain age, they, they seem to feel like you just need to grow out of whatever it is you love. And man, to hell with that. You love something? Get, geek out about it. I love when people geek out about things that they're passionate about. Oh, it's still awesome to be watching the Hardy Boys wrestling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And finally in the news, we've got uh, some unfortunate news, injury news, that uh, Liv Morgan has suffered a concussion after being kicked in the face on Raw. And she was kicked in the face twice, too. She was not, she was. and it was ugly. It was really ugly. It was, but it was an awesome kick. It was an awesome set of kicks, but I didn't realize that she was that seriously injured. It's sometimes it's hard to tell with the, I mean, we're used to seeing these people like fake stuff, you know, I mean, you're used to seeing them sell. Right. So to a degree, and Liv actually has a very dramatic way of selling anyway. She throws her body all over the place. Yeah. So sometimes it is a little, it's like with Dolph. I don't know if Dolph's ever injured because he throws himself all over the place. He's way over the top. Yeah. And you're just like, sometimes you just look at some of these guys and the way they sell and you're like, oh, he might actually be hurt. And oh no, that's just. That's just his dead fish flop. That's all it's, you know, he, he just does that really well. Um, I did wonder because she didn't come back in. For a no, bit. Yeah. So well, was, and in all honesty, she shouldn't have got back in at all. Right. No, she that's She should true. not have. Um, now, I don't know who let that slide. I don't know if that's on anybody, if, if somebody at the ringside should have called the audible there. Right. I'm going to give Ruby Riot credit, though, because when that happened, she was quick to replace her in the match and keep things flowing and keep yeah. the match going. So Ruby did a good job there filling in. She clearly knew something was wrong. She yeah. could tell. Don't love her, but you have to give her credit for that. I didn't I even realize. Her. But anyways. Paige <laughs> uh, <Page> yeah. wannabe. <laughs> no, see, actually, there's a girl. Have you watched any of the Mae Young Classic? No, but I've seen promos. Okay, well, I, I'm going to talk about it a little later. But there's a okay. girl in the, in the Mae Young Classic who, I mean, literally seems like she is a, 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 a mix of Paige and um, Peyton Royce. Like she is the two of them together. That's She's tall and skinny <laughs> and and kind of a little egotistical like Peyton Royce, but she has the skin tone, hair, costume, look of Paige down to a T. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Brie uh, Bella actually responded or commented on the injury, and she said, every match on Raw is an opportunity for us to entertain our fans. Our intentions as WWE superstars is to win the match, never injure our opponents, thinking about Liv Morgan tonight. I mean, I don't know that I love that response. Why? Well, because there's no actual apology in there or anything. She's just saying, I'm thinking about you. She does say we never intend to injure anybody. But again, that's not an apology. Right. It sounds She's, more she like basically just says, stuff happens. Oh, I didn't mean to. <laughs> right. That's not an apology. That's like what little kids do. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. You know, I had read that, but that didn't hit me. But you're right. It was more like stuff like this happens in wrestling. So what are you going to do? Now, I will I will say this. A lot of people are very, and I feel unjustly, putting all of the blame on Brie Bella. And I don't feel like that's 100% fair because even a lot of the, the wrestlers are saying, I think Bully Ray, he did an interview and he did it. Um, I think he did a perfect job of describing it. He said, this is what happens when ring rust meets inexperience. Because he's Good like- point. She Bree should have been able to adjust and make the correction. But right. again, the ring rust caught up there. And then Liv Morgan was out of position for the kick. You know, and he right. was like, and the two things combined, it just equaled a bad it equaled a bad result. 
No, that is definitely a bad combination there. And it makes sense that that's what happened. Yeah. And he said he said openly, he was like, and really everybody commenting on it, he goes, unless you're a wrestler, shut up. He right. goes, because you don't know how difficult it is to do these things correctly. Plus, I've watched wrestling for so long, but I still can't say that I can tell the difference between whether it's the person doing the move's fault or the person receiving the move. Because sometimes, and, and really, if you're if you're ever looking at it, unless it's somebody intentionally doing something wrong to injure somebody, it's almost always a combination of the two. Right. Or it's just pure dumb luck that it happened badly. You know, it's like uh, when Shinsuke Nakamura did that reverse exploder suplex to John Cena and dumped him on top of his head. Ooh, and everybody yeah. tried to say that Shinsuke was dangerous to work with at that right. point. Cena didn't blame him at all. Cena right. knew Shinsuke did nothing wrong. It just happens like that sometimes. Shinsuke did the move just fine. Cena just didn't get the rotation off, and it's a bad, it, bummer. He landed on his head. Luckily, he was okay. Right. But it just happens sometimes. And again, I, I'm not saying that Brie Bella accepts, should accept no responsibility in this, because she should. But I do feel like it was a little bit of the both of them that and, caused this to happen like it did. And they are wrestling. I mean, you can say that it's it's not real, whatever, but there's still danger. There's still that, you know, they're competing still and they're still trying to, you know, make an impact and make it at least look entertaining for everybody. Right, exactly. So we're going to take a little break right here. That's it for the news. And then we're going to come back with uh, some some of the stuff that happened this week in wrestling. I'll uh, talk a little NXT, a little bit of uh, Mae Young Classic, and a little bit of what happened on Raw and SmackDown before we dive into our Super Showdown preview. Because who's not excited for Super Showdown? All right. God, that sounds like something out of the 80s. <laughs> What's you wrong know? with the 80s? <laughs> Nothing, but it's not anymore. Um, and then we're also going to play a little, uh, well, not really 20 questions, but a few questions with Janice when we come back. Oh, no. Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting davedynasty.com be good be safe and keep on growing and we're back and you know what i think uh, we're gonna kick off right now we're gonna do the questions before we do anything else because i want people before we dive into all this i want them to get a, a sense of you as a wrestling fan okay so they know where you're coming from on stuff okay so i want you to tell everybody uh janice Yes, who Sean. Is, who is your favorite wrestler of all time? Oh, of all time? Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's a good answer. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel like there's anybody on the planet who would argue that answer. Because <laughs> there's other people. Like You say certain wrestlers, and they'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But you say Stone Cold Steve Austin, everybody goes, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a bad. Was he, He's was, just bad. <laughs> was he what drew you into wrestling? No, I started watching wrestling before that. I had gone with some college friends to matches a long time ago, and then... Like back when uh, Lex Luger and Sting were fighting. Wow, Lex Luger. That's yes. That's a name. Okay. I am old. I saw them. Yeah, that's not old necessarily. I remember Lex Luger and Sting. I watched them. I saw them live and loved them. And somehow yeah, I... Yeah, you liked Flexi Lexi? You, yeah, were in, you were into Lex? <laughs> but then I flipped the TV and just happened to go on to wrestling and started watching again when I got older and definitely got the Stone Cold bug. Yeah, well, hard not to. Yeah. Hard not to. <laughs> um, yeah, Sting and uh, Sting was my favorite wrestler of all time. He still is to this day. He's, I do like Sting a lot, too. He's fantastic. Although I've always f- joked with people, like, we always have these conversations about our favorite wrestlers. And I always ask him, like, wait, do you want my favorite wrestler or do you want who I think is the best wrestler ever? Because it's two different people. Because for me, I love Sting, but I will never try and say that Sting is the best wrestler ever. You yeah. know? It's like, it's like, okay, in the NFL, I'm sorry, I think Tom Brady is quite possibly the best quarterback to ever play the game. True. But I don't, he's not my favorite quarterback. Right. Um, I just have to acknowledge the man's skill. For me, the best wrestler ever in my mind to step foot in a ring is Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I think Shawn Michaels is amazing, but I, I but Sting is still my favorite. I do like Shawn Michaels, but it's kind of hard to compare because there's so many different wrestling styles. And you know, yeah. we've had this conversation. I like the Flyers. I she like loves Luchadors and High Flying. Yes. And she's a big fan of it. So I would have to go more like with the Rey Mysterio or I like. Nothing wrong um, with that. 
Van Damme. He was fun to watch. Rob Van Damme was a lot of fun to watch. So he was a lot of fun. But I Shawn Michaels is an incredible wrestler. Oh yeah, fantastic. Um, okay, so there's that. So now, okay, I'm gonna go the other way with you. Uh-oh. Who's your least favorite wrestler of all time, Janice? Somebody who, no matter when they came out, you groaned and wanted to change the channel, or or even to this day, if they show up, they're not even getting a nostalgia pop from you. That you you hate them. Um, I don't think any of the older wrestlers. It would have to be somebody newer. Right. Um, You're blaming the new crowd. I get it. Yeah, there's nobody that I had that reaction to then. Right. But I have to say it's probably one of the women because I'm not a huge fan <gasps> of the women wrestling. Janice. Um, at this point, because I knew her kind of back then, Yeah. when Mickey James comes out now, I can't stand it. Really? Because Interesting. There, it's so different than when she was here before. Well, she's not really featured part of the show anymore. She's not a big... Right. When she was here before, she was she was a big attraction. Right. And now she kind of feels like just a background player and, and kind of And that's pointless. kind of sad and makes me oh, cringe. Oh, yeah, to a degree. I really think she, I think that she's there, though, to be a veteran amongst the new girls who's just kind of helping them right. establish the division. It's more geared towards kids than back then, and I think the kids now don't even really know who she was, so it's well, hard to bring her and back. Here's the thing: we're we're not going to advertise who she was because who she was was somebody who stalked and sexually assaulted Trish Stratus. So we're well, not, there is that. We're uh, <laughs> we're not going to push that too much. We're not going to talk too much about Mickey James' history with the company. <laughs> um, we all remember the infamous WrestleMania match where she got her a handful of Trish. Well. There is that, and you don't want a repeat of that. Although Trish is coming back too, so. And then it, you know, and what made it worse was after that she did the hand gesture, <laughs> and yeah, and you know, sixteen-year-old me or whatever it was loved it, but now nowadays, grown-up Sean goes, mm, "That's that's a little much." Well, um, kind of the wrestling watcher is not the same as the person who goes into the office the next day. You kind of get a. Well, even that, but just my taste has changed, and what I'm looking yeah. for has changed. And I don't—I'm not a big fan of things that are uh, over the top for the sake of being over the top. Right. I'm not a shock. I've never like it's not. That's why I like never liked Howard Stern. I'm not a shock jock kind of guy. I don't like that sort of stuff. It's too intentional. Exactly. It's yeah. too intentional. You're going just for the reaction. Right. No, you know? I agree with that. If it does, if it's not, I mean, don't get me wrong. The stalking thing and whatnot was all fine. And I generally is fine with the whole storyline. That moment, just looking back on it, I'm like. Probably didn't need that, but yeah. overall, again, I, I kind of get what you're saying about Mickey. Um, okay, so uh, I'll give you one more one more question. Okay. Uh, if you had to pick, actually, maybe two more questions. What's your favorite match of all time? Uh oh, she's on the spot. Yeah, no, I've been watching for a while, and my memory is really not that good. Well, what's the first one that comes to you when I say your favorite match of all time? What's the first one that comes to your mind? Even if you're not sure it's the answer, because we only have so long on this podcast. I know, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> it would have to be one with, like, Stone Cold and and um, Mick. What is Mick Foley. Oh, it's yes, fine. It's the internet. You're fine. <laughs> okay, yeah. Nobody on the Mick internet Foley. cares. Mick yeah. Foley. They were great together. They were just so much fun to watch. And the wrestling was good. That's good. Yeah, so, for sure. But, yeah, those matches were awesome. And I think that's a good play. I thought you were going to say The Rock at first, just because everybody says Stone Cold and The Rock. And I do think they had some great matches. But right. There was something about the intensity of Mick Foley with his Mankind character oh, and all that that he brought to it. That I can't blame you for loving that. That's good stuff. Um, and actually, I like The Rock now. I didn't like him then. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, I've never had somebody be so wrong before. Oh. Uh. <laughs> See, this is what we're normally doing. Normally, Sean and I disagree all the time. True, we do. True. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about what happened this week in wrestling. Uh, we had Monday Night Raw, which um, was kind of iffy on the show. It yeah. was Shield heavy, but my problem is the Shield has nobody really. I'm sorry, they don't have anybody interesting to be feuding with right now. Yeah, but I thought the whole buildup with the um, what's happening with Dean was kind of interesting. And that I, was a good hook. I'm going to give him credit for that. That was really good. I think that. And I hate to give him credit, but I think that Dolph Ziggler did a good job with trying to, like, rile him up and try to turn him. Oh, I thought there were definitely some good moments throughout the night. That that hook was a really good hook. Right. As far as Dean, would he, would he turn them or not? I never genuinely believed he would, at least not tonight. I do yeah. think down the road he might. Right. Um, but I don't, 
I didn't think it was going to happen that night. That being said, they did a good job of planting seeds. Right, and then turning it back around when Seth did that. And the crowd reacted heavy later in the night when Dean was left out on the floor and it was kind of, he had to make that choice of whether he was going to help the Shield or join Braun and them. And so, again, I thought they did a good job with that. I That was actually some of the best writing they've done in a long time as far as storytelling goes. And Thank goodness. I, I wish it was like that every week. I know, I know. Um, I do like that, as much as I hate, Baron Corbin um, right now because he's in, I love Baron Corbin I love Baron Corbin too but I hate him in the, the suit I don't mind him the, I don't mind the character but I despise when they have these guys who are the corporate characters and right. then they wrestle in, in their, their dress clothes yeah that's kind of silly just come yeah. out in your normal gear man don't pretend like you don't still have it right you know you're, you're wrestling you know you're wrestling you know you're gonna wrestle <laughs> you know yeah. and there, there was one thing I've, I've worked with wrestlers before if there's one thing they all say they'll all tell you rule number one always have your gear because you never know when you're going to need to go. And that's, you know, a behind-the-scenes thing. Right. But I'm just saying, so Baron should have his gear with him. It just drives me insane. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I get it. You're not proud of your tummy, but keep the T-shirt on or something. What? He has that horrible tummy that looks like a mouth that's talking when he moves. Oh, my goodness. And I, I'm not blaming the guy because mine mine does too, but it just looks like mine's going. <laughs> but I'm also not trying to wrestle. You know what I'm watching next time he's on. <laughs> Yeah, well, he'll be wearing a dress shirt, so you won't see it. Uh Um, I did like that AOP was the partners. It's kind of nice to see them pushed into that position. Um, And I enjoy that they didn't take the pin. That actually was kind of predictable, though, but it was good. It was, but I'm glad they didn't because they need to be featured prominently and they need to be threats. Yeah. So I don't want them to be featured as – I don't want them to lose right away into the shield. Right. So. Right. um, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler versus the Rohival. It was heel versus heel, which is a little weird, but it was a good match. Yeah, no, the wrestling, when you, I don't love, actually, I, I understand why, but I don't love the revival, but I think the wrestling between those two, those four wrestlers was really good. And then in addition to that, we had an absolute waste of some other talent, and Chad Gable losing to Connor, who got his first victory in God knows how long. When he had a televised entrance, um, I, I should have known something was up. <laughs> uh, but then, but Finn Balor lost to Jinder, or I'm sorry, he had a match with Jinder, and it's just, uh, just uh, raw. a lot of Raw didn't do much for me this week. Really, I like the Shield. I don't like most of the people they're involved with. And that's not because of the people's fault. They're just not, they're not written as real threats. Right. As far as Seth and, and Dolph and, uh, not Seth, I'm sorry, uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph and Braun Strowman. They're just not written to be big threats at the moment. It's, which is crazy about Braun not being a big threat. Yeah, I don't think they have to write that. He just normally is. <laughs> yeah, he normally is. And he, for the first time in forever, is coming off as really not threatening, which is amazing to me. I want, give me Braun Strowman when he was feuding with Roman Reigns the first time. When he was throwing people around and grabbing Roman Reigns up by his vest and screaming, I'm not finished with you, and just annihilating things. Right, there's no point having him with other people. He doesn't need to be part no, of a group. No, I hate that group. so much. Yeah. I hate it so much. Yeah, pointless um, is right. Yeah. We'll move over to uh, SmackDown if I can find it. I've got it here somewhere. <laughs> um, SmackDown, you had, uh, I mean, there was some stuff in there. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, which, I'm sorry, no, Again? The Miz versus R-Truth. I'm oh. sorry is what happened. <laughs> uh, I had it written here wrong. Um, and The Miz beat R-Truth, whatever. Sheamus and Big E, wasn't bad. Not a bad match. They're building up for the bar versus... Uh, uh, New Day. New Day, thank you. Couldn't think of the <laughs> dang name. Um, uh, not a lot else on there I care about. Shinsuke versus Ty Dillinger. I'd like that to mean more, but Ty just has nothing going for him outside of going 10, 10, 10. He's never he, There's really nothing clicked. to his character. No. So I don't know. Uh, he's a guy that came up way too soon. He's talented in the ring, but they didn't have an, they really hadn't nailed down the gimmick before they brought him up. Right. And so now he's just the gimmick. It's like Adam Rose. There was no idea for Adam Rose outside of that crazy entrance. And then once you had to give him something to do, nobody knew what to do with him. You really got to nail it down before they come up. Uh, the main event was, um, well, match anyways, Becky Winch. Becky Winch. <laughs> <sighs> I think she'd take offense to that. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, Becky Lynch beating Lana. Uh, and I mean, we got more drama going on with Rusev Day and Lana and everything. And still, no point. I I really hate the idea of like, oh, Lana cheated on Rusev with Aiden because that seems to be the route they're going, and I hate it so much. I think that's going to backfire. I think people are going to hate that just like you do. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it's grown worthy, is what it is. Right. And that's not what you need. Y- you want them to be on fire for it. 
Now, talking about something I do like is the AJ Styles-Samoa Joe feud, because I feel like that's gotten personal and, like, worthy of these two really, like, like a blood feud, right? And it was cool this week because AJ is um, uh, talking to Paige in the ring, and then we see Joe on the on the on the screen, right? And he's in a dark neighborhood, and he's walking around. There's a mailbox that says Styles, and, he's, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> and he's at the house and everything, and um, it's 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 what did he say? He what happened at the end? He was like, he walked up to the door, he's talking to AJ, and then he rings the doorbell and says, "Daddy's home," oh. and that was how they ended it. <laughs> I was like, "All right, that's cool." Like that was that was that was really neat. I like that because he's supposed to be a heel, be a heel. Like, do do devious things. I will say, I am not, you know I'm not a Samoa Joe fan. I, you're wrong, it's okay. <laughs> but he really does, I have to say, he does do well on the mic, and he does do well with these types of scenarios. Oh, he's he's really, he's way better at the promo stuff than you'd think he'd be. Oh, for sure. I did not think he would be at all. Yeah, and he's really good at it. Um you know, and we'll get to the the matchups and everything coming up here soon. I'm just going to real quickly go over this. Uh, you had the mixed match challenge this week: Bobby Lashley and Mickey James beat Jinder and Alicia Fox, and the Miz and Oscar beat r Truth and Carmella, which I'm fine with because I hate both of them. Um, and the Miz and Oscar, like next next to Team Little Big, who tragically not together this year because <laughs> of um, Alexa Bliss getting injured. Right. Oscar and the Miz are pretty great. I kind of love them as a team. Um, you had that May Young Classic episode three it was kind of cool because we had the return of Caitlyn. Versus uh, uh, Kavita Devi, who we saw her last year in the Mae Young tournament. Um, Caitlin, former Divas champion. So that was kind of cool to see her back. And she looks great. She looks amazing. And um, she had a, a you know decent match with this chick. Crowd responded well to her. And she moves on to the next uh, round. You had Ginny versus Tony Storm in a first round match. Tony Storm is my dead on favorite to win the whole thing. Um, she's just such an indie darling. And now she's been signed to the NXT, NXT UK brand. So, really? yeah. I think I think she wins this whole thing. I think that's how it's going to end up going. Uh, and then you had uh, Karen Q versus I. I always say this wrong. I'm going to say Zia Lee. It could be Zia <laughs> Zia. It's X I A. I don't know how to pronounce that necessarily. Um, not great, but it was fine. There was nothing bad about it. I just not familiar with other women, so I wasn't really invested. And then you had Mia Yim versus Allison K. Allison K was uh, I think she was Sienna in um, in TNA, and Mia Yim was uh, Jade in TNA. Uh-huh. For a little while. And both these women, incredibly talented. Uh, they had a hard-hitting match between the two of them. Some some really rough stuff in the match. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And uh, if you haven't been watching the, the help me, May Young Classic. I got lost for a second. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? If you, haven't, if you haven't been watching it, I really think you should. There's some really good stuff on there. And I think they're doing a good job with some of the different characters that they're introducing um, to you guys. Uh, Mia, Mia Yum in particular, much better than last year. Um, Rhea Ripley, much better than last year. Tony Storm hasn't changed at all. Still much better than last year because she great. Well, I will say I, I'm not typically a fan of the women wrestling, but the women they are bringing in now seem to be better wrestlers. Or... Well, because now they're geared towards more finding finding wrestlers. Right. Not right. just girls who look pretty. I would rather watch that. I didn't oh, and appreciate I agree. the... I agree. Right. Well, I mean, they've got girls like that now on the roster. You've got Charlotte. You've got Becky. You've got Sasha. You've got um, um, Bailey. You've got girls Alexa's that really can... Alexa, yeah. You've got girls that really can wrestle. Right. Um, I mean, and Ronda. Ronda's growing by leaps and bounds every time she's in the ring. Yeah. But I am I, like, shockingly happy with how she's been doing. I, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Unexpected. I want them to keep bringing in women like this to round out the division, because I'd love to see... At some point, we're going to get women from NXT that are there right now, like uh, Shayna Baszler. Can't wait to see her come up. She's an amazing right. heel. Um, I'm a little fearful of when they bring up, um, oh, I can't think of her name, the pirate princess, uh, Kyrie Sane. Um, right, I, I like her, her wrestle. but I'm scared of her coming up to the main roster just because the, look what they did with Asuka. Right. Uh, Asuka means nothing at the moment. Um, but I'd love terrible. to see them. I'd love to see Mia Yim up on the main roster. I'd love to see Allison K get a shot if she can get signed and get up to the main roster. I mean, there's a whole slew of women on this uh, that are just so talented. I'd love to see up on the main roster just burning the house down. A lot of them we'll get to see on Evolution, which is coming up. So that's very cool. Right. They already that will on be cool. NXT this week. They booked the uh, championship match between Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler for Evolution. That's going to be fantastic on NXT this week. Just as a heads up, uh, we had a few, a few cool things on here. Uh, William Regal continuing the search for who attacked Aleister Black. Uh, 
was actually pretty good, and they had a really good exchange with Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era. So that was a lot of fun. Um, the Mighty had a match against the Street Profits, which I didn't care about at first because I've seen this so many times, and neither team means anything. Right. But this is probably the best that the Mighty has looked the whole time, and they got a clean win, so that's good for them. You had Kyrie Sane and essentially a just a squash match against Vanessa Bourne just to make her look good, and that's when we got the the Shayna Baszler came out and they got the challenge for the uh, pay per view. Right. And then in a really odd match that I I I, I know was advertised, it just kind of threw me off. Uh, Tomasa Ciampa, the NXT champion, versus Otis Dozovich, one half of Heavy Machinery, in a non-title match. The bigger guy, uh-huh. the goofy kind of one, took what? on Tomasa Ciampa in a pretty good match. <laughs> I was pleasantly really? surprised. Yeah, it went, <laughs> it went roughly 10 minutes, and it was a pretty good match. And Dozovich dominated the majority of the match. It was all about the story that the announcers told and everything was size versus uh, ring IQ. And Dozovich is still very new and everything, so they did a good job of, of showing well, that's the, the veteran yeah. of Champa finding ways to get around the power of Dozovich. And the ending was brutal. He, you know, the uh, uh, the hanging DDT that Randy Orton does on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Champa does that a lot too, right. but he was having a hard time hitting it. He was outside the ring and climbing up, and Dozovich was leaning through the ropes to grab him, and he jumped up and grabbed him and DDT'd him on the apron outside. Oh, wow. Then, when Dozovich was trying to climb back in, he caught him again and DDT'd him off the ropes into the ring. Oh, that's cool. And that's how he beat him. And it was, but it was really good. I was really impressed with Dozovich, (laughs) and he's still new, so I was, I was pretty impressed with that. I thought it was good. Glad you watched it. (laughs) I am. I watch it every week. I love NXT. I think it's the best wrestling they do every week. Um, So there was that. Now, we've gotten into all of that, and I mean, we covered a lot of things in a very short amount of time. Usually, used to this taking a lot longer. <laughs> um, so now we're going to talk about um, that thing. You know, that thing Super that you and I were going to talk about. Yes, WWE Woo-hoo. Super Showdown. And we're going to talk about some of the matches coming from that. Janice and I are going to make some picks. Her picks count for Dave, so if they're wrong, it's Dave's fault. Wait, now I'm tempted to just make wrong picks. Well, no, but if you get them, see, this is how it works here on okay. this show. Don't tell Dave. We gear everything out to sabotage him. <laughs> so if you get the picks right, then it's your it's your fault they're right. It's your, your you get that credit. If they're wrong, it's Dave's fault. He messed it up for you. Isn't that how everything in the office goes? Yeah, kinda. Okay. So <laughs> in case anybody was wondering how things operate here. Um so we'll start off here. They've got these things listed in a weird order, but there's ten matches listed, which I'm gonna say right off the bat. Boo. Boo to ten matches. Because they did seven at Hell in a Cell, and I loved it. Because right. Hell in a Cell was a good show, and every match had plenty of time. And it's they didn't m- have that much filler on there. It's much better when you have more substantial matches. And now we've got ten matches, and I'm like, mm, ugh, I, don't, I don't love it. Because I feel like it's too many now. Right. No, I'm with you on that one. Um, we'll start. Uh, I don't know the order they have these things in, so we're just going to start from here. Um, we've got Becky Lynch, the champion, versus Charlotte F- Flair in a singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. I, I mean, I'm thinking Becky wins and retains the title. I, I think so. Too. I th- honestly, I think Charlotte's the better wrestler, but Becky's got this wave How of popularity. You. I like Becky, but I think she's got this wave of popularity. Charlotte's amazing, though. She's Charlotte just is amazing, an amazing wrestler. but I think Becky's amazing too. She just doesn't get featured the same. Becky's fantastic. No, I do like Becky. I do like, and I agree with you. I'm picking Becky also. All right, cool. Dave is picking Becky also. <laughs> Dave, Dave is picking um, yes. Trish Stratus. Well, Dave, you're wrong. Um, All the guys picked Trish Stratus. <laughs> um, up next, you get Asuka and Naomi. Mm-hmm. What uh, is that face? I just it's it's the randomness of this match. You guys should match. have seen that face. It, it, it was disgust, is what it was. <laughs> and it's not because of any of the people in it. I like Asuka. I like Naomi. Right. I like the Iconics. I just the the randomness of this match is irritating. It is. Asuka it's... should mean more, and the Iconics could be a much bigger heel threat on SmackDown than they are. Right. They're essentially right now just being mean girls and picking on people. And that's where the feuds come in. Boring. Which is why I think they're going to lose because of that. Oh, they have to. There's no real reason for them to win. Because nothing's Naomi's, happening with them right now. Right. Naomi's one of the best athletes, women athletes that they have. And Asuka's just amazing also. So Then they need to pump up some of the women, the babyface women challengers on SmackDown to challenge Becky. Right. And at the moment, none of them feel all that important outside of Charlotte. And she gets booed. So. <laughs> I know. When did that happen? What the when heck? She, when she won over Becky. Well, that's when because when she got inserted into a match that everybody wanted to see Becky win, and then that's they so everybody knew that no people have wanted Becky for a long time now. She's been very popular consistently. 
And Charlotte, not and nobody has anything against Charlotte. And I don't think people would be booing her now if she hadn't been put into that match with uh, Becky right. and Carmella and then gotten the win. Because yeah. people felt like, no, we were finally getting that one-on-one match for Becky for her to win the championship, for her to have her moment at SummerSlam. And then she didn't get it. And so, but here's my thing. While I do think WWE wants you to cheer Charlotte, I, I also somewhat think they kind of expected the booze, at least that night. Really? Because the, the, stole, the whole story there is about telling Becky's frustration over Charlotte taking her moment. Right. So to a degree, I think that they worked everybody. And, I mean, not to mention the fact that if people are going to keep booing Charlotte, let's just keep having her do what she's doing then, and it'll work. And honestly, I mean... She would make she makes a good heel, oh, she's although a great she's heel. not. I mean, but that's her best use, I think. I agree with you. I think she's a much better heel than she has a face. Yeah, for sure. Um, after that, we had uh, da, 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 the New Day versus um, Cesaro and Sheamus for the ta- SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I'd love to say that it's going to be the Bar, but it's not. It's going to be the New Day. Okay. Because you and I kind of talked about this before. These kind of shows, these specials, feel kind of like glorified house shows, and I just don't see a title change happening. Right. I have to say, I like watching both of them wrestle, and you yeah. know The Bar is one of my favorites. Yeah, because of Shea, uh, Cesaro. She, loves, she Cesaro. loves Cesaro and his pepperoni nipples. <laughs> He's a great athlete. He was cool but, when he came up here. He was super cool. Yeah, he was. Nice guy. But great, I'm going to have to go with too. The Bar. <laughs> no, I have to go with The Bar, just because it's been a while since they've given them anything. I think we're only going to get one title change tonight, and I don't think it's going to be that one. Well, uh, that show. Well, then um, we're going to have to disagree. What a surprise. Dave does not pick with you on that okay, one. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Um, up next is Cedric Alexander, the cruiserweight champion, versus Buddy Murphy. And it should be a fantastic match if they get some time, but right. I'm still picking Cedric Alexander to retain. I don't think that's going to change. Well, no, they're in Australia. That guy's in Australia. Oh, you I know I think what? they're going to give him the home field advantage. You might be right. You might be right. That's a good call. He may, he may, they may very well put the title on him there. They don't want to have trouble leaving the yeah. the arena. <laughs> um, up next, now see, this is where I saw a title change happening: AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the oh. WWE Championship in a no countout, no disqualification match. I could have sworn that there was no countout in every no disqualification match, but whatever. <laughs> um, I think Samoa Joe is going to win. I think he's going to beat AJ Styles. This is painful for me to say but i think you're right because i you know i am not a fan of samoa joe so but i think he's going to win i i agree because you know you finally got smart and um <laughs> i i love samoa joe but i think he's going to win because i think they need they've had aj for a good long while now as champion right i think they need to freshen it up a little bit and i think this is gearing towards i mean it could be one of two things here we're getting another match in this night that will determine the number one contender right and i feel like a certain person is going to win that and he could feud with either guy really but I feel like it's going to be Samoa Joe. Um, but I think the more fun would match would be with AJ Styles. But To a degree. I think there's different reasons, though. Yeah. Uh, the Bella Twins versus, and Ronda Rousey versus the Riot Squad. Now, that's going to have to change, I feel like, because I know, Liv right? Morgan got herself a concussion. Um, so I don't think Liv Morgan's going to be in this match. I think it'll be Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and I don't know. I don't know who you put in there. Uh, maybe Carmella? Oh, well, that would be raw to SmackDown, I mean. Oh. I mean, I'm thinking Carmella just because she's a, a SmackDown heel that they can throw in there randomly. Um, I, don't know who else you, I don't know who else you put in there. I guess. It, I don't I think, think, think it matters of. anyway because I can't imagine them having them beat. Oh, no. Ronda and Ronda. Right. We'll call them Ronda and company. Right. Ronda and company are winning this match. For sure. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe we get a Nikki Bella turn on Ronda after the match, though, simply because people have talked about those two at Evolution. There's something in this buildup when they've been doing this with her coming, with the Bellas coming back yeah. and Ronda Rousey. There's always something weird. So you know there's something that's going to happen. And it's not just Brie Bella's kicks, <laughs> uh, which are weird is one way to put it. Um, <laughs> but yes, we both agree. It's Ronda and company yeah, winning the match. Sure. Um, after that, we have The Shield versus Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. I mean, does it matter in the end? I'm still going to say that I think uh, there's no chance that the Shield loses here. No, no. I mean, again, if the, Dean was going to turn, it ain't going to be on a special like this. It'll be on an actual pay per view. And the teaming of Braun Strowman and Dolph Ziggler, it makes no There's no point. I think the Shield's going to win just because right. they are. And I don't think they're going to keep Braun and them together. No, I can't see that being a long term no. thing. It just doesn't, it wouldn't make any sense to me. Mm-mm. So. 
Um, after that, you have Daniel Bryan versus The Miz for de- to determine the number one contender for the WWE Championship. I think we're going to get Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe um, because Joe is great at those personal feuds, and he could do a great job with scathing promos right. about Daniel Bryan just not being the same since he came back, and you know, just not. This isn't a fairy tale, Daniel. You're not. You know what I mean? Right. I think that you could go with Miz, and he could feud with AJ. I think that could very well work too. But I feel like there's a better story here, and Daniel Bryan's been losing consistently. I feel like this is where he gets his win back over the Miz. Right. And while you could get the match with AJ Styles, which again would be an amazing match, and I'm I'm not complaining if that ends up being what it is. Right. I think you get a more intense matchup from Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan. Because I think Joe will bring out that stiffness in Daniel Bryan that we saw a long time ago that he's kind of been missing since he came back. Right. So that's where I'd like it to go. But again, I won't complain if you get Daniel Bryan and AJ. But either way, I'm picking Daniel Bryan to win. Well, that's I do. I've never been a fan of Miz, but I am getting a little more respect for his wrestling. Oh, for sure. Um, so you know, don't dislike him as much anymore. But I have to say, I think they're going to give it to Daniel Bryan, and I think I think it's going to be like you said, a better match with Daniel Bryan. And entirely possible, what ends up happening here is that the Miz is angry and comes out and costs Daniel his match whenever he does get the title match. That you would know? be that would be cool. Which will continue their feud, maybe right. turn them into a triple threat, maybe a fatal four way. We never know what they're gonna do with all this stuff. I don't remember what pay per view is coming up next. So what's October? That would be a good match. Yeah, I don't know I don't know what's coming up in October. It's weird that we just did Hell in a Cell in September. Yeah. So I don't know. Plus we got all these specials coming up. I don't know. Yeah, there's too <sighs> many to They've got the the Crown Jewel one coming up after Evolution. There's literally like three events within two weeks of each other or something like that. It's ridiculous. I don't like this is on a Saturday too. I don't like I that. I know, it's so strange. I don't like that at all. It feels dirty. I know. Stop um, it. <laughs> <laughs> then you have uh Bobby Lashley and John Cena versus Elias and Kevin Owens. I mean, I is, is anybody on God's green <laughs> earth think that Bobby Lashley and John Cena aren't winning this? Uh no. Which kind of you know st- I would like they can win, but I want to see more of of um Elias and Kevin Owens, because they're more entertaining. I agree. I am kind of hoping Bobby Lashley has Leo Rush with him now, the manager. Yeah. And I kind of, I'm, I'm liking that we're bringing managers back. I no, like that, that would it's be a cool. thing now. AOP yeah. has a manager. Bobby Lashley has a manager. Um, oh, I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, Lana with Rusev mm-hmm. and everything. I, I, I like the idea of managers making a comeback. Right. Because for a lot of these guys, they're not great talkers. Bobby Lashley is one of those guys. He's not an amazing talker. Right. He cuts better heel promos than anything. When he was in TNA, he had a great run as the top heel. Really? I hadn't seen that. I've only seen him as a good guy. No, that, they're wasting him as a good guy right now. Huh. But I'd still like to see him with his with his mouthpiece as maybe a heel Bobby Lashley and go against John Cena. That would be cool. I'd be that would be a good that, match. You know? um, but I still think Bobby Lashley and John Cena are going to win. Yeah, I, just, I feel like that... Honestly, I don't like I said, I don't care that much about the match. I feel like they're not doing as much with Kevin Owens as they could. Not this close. is not I yeah. feel like they just signed him to another five year contract mm-hmm. literally a couple months ago. So I feel like their thought process is okay, well we've got Kevin for a while. We don't have to with at the moment we don't have to worry because we got plenty of time to work with Kevin. Well it's and not a matter a, to a degree I understand that. If you don't have any me- immediate plans for him, don't force him into anything because it's not that that'll be weird. So just Put him in some kind of feud to keep things going for the moment. Give him something to do so he's getting paid. And then we'll give Kevin something to do. Because, again, you got him for five years. You know you've got time to work with Kevin. I get that. But he's so good and oh, brings up the level he's of the amazing. show. I agree. I think they need to well, I do, do more funny with is I think the one guy who benefits from all this the most is Elias. Yeah, working, for sure. Working with Lashley, Cena, and Kevin Owens. I feel like he benefits greatly from this. Definitely. He hasn't really done guy? anything in my eyes. but No, but he's another guy who's every time he's been given a chance has really stepped up. I mean, he can wrestle. I'll oh, give him that. Can. For he, sure. When he wrestled John Cena on Monday Night Raw, he had a really good match. Right. I mean, he's had some really good performances. He's just never... Something keeps him from breaking through to the next level. You know? Well, quite honestly... I think the gimmick hurts I don't like bit. his gimmick at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's It's... It's, it, it works for the crowd, and you get reactions there that night, and yeah. I understand that. But for those of us sitting at home, I just it's worn out to me. You know, when I'm at the wrestling matches, yeah. when he comes on, I go up and get a beer. I'm uh, not... See, that's go-away heat is what that is. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, after that, though, the, in, <clears throat> the main event of the <laughs> evening. We've got Triple H with Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker with Kane in a singles match. <laughs> I 
You think this is going to be more bells and whistles than anything? Because I don't expect these two right. to have a five-star match like they have previously right. at WrestleMania or anything. I think Sean will be heavily involved. I think Kane will be heavily involved. Wouldn't shock me at all if, well, no, I, I take that back. It, it would. If Sean wasn't retired like he is, it wouldn't shock me if Sean came, you know, if they if they turned it into a tag match all of a sudden halfway through the match. Yeah, I'm but, not sure that heavy involvement. No, but they'll definitely be involved. You'll get some right. super kicks. You'll get some choke slams from Kane. Super you'll kicks. Get, yeah, 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 all over the place. <laughs> 40 um, of them. <laughs> they have talked about the possibility of Sean maybe coming out for one more match because they, they teased it a couple of weeks ago when he was on Raw talking about this match, and Taker said to him that, you know, the only reason you don't come back is because you know we couldn't be for anybody but me. Oh. You know, and, and, <laughs> you know he's, he's calling him scared, basically. And Sean is at, at some at a certain point he said something in an interview one time where he was like everywhere I go they chant one more match and everybody asks me if there's a possibility and he goes and sometimes I feel like the only way to get them to stop would be to have one more match. Oh, I would love to see that. I would too. I'd get a kick out of it just one more time. A super kick. But here's <laughs> I get a super <laughs> kick out of it. But I I have one gripe though. What's that? I wouldn't want it to be with Undertaker. No. I'd no. Want, I, if you're going to come back for one more match, give me one of two people. This is all I want. Give me Daniel Bryan or give me AJ Styles. Oh, that that would be... AJ Styles and him would have an amazing match because AJ Styles can create all sorts of movement and stuff. And, and I mean, he can really... He can go. I don't know that Daniel that's... Bryan uh-huh. is an amazing mat technician and can adjust almost anybody's style, but he was trained by Shawn Michaels. That would so be So that cool. would be a student-teacher yeah. thing. Plus, you got to remember back when Daniel was on his first rise to the top of the card, he had a beef with Shawn Michaels. Michaels super kicked him and cost him his match. Right. And then later he locked Sean in the um, the yes lock. So, I mean, there's a history there to pull on for a match. And I really feel like if you're going to motivate Daniel to have an amazing match, getting him in there with Shawn Michaels is the way to do that. My only fear is I'm not sure that Shawn Michael is able – because you got two really dynamic wrestlers right there that you yeah. mentioned. And I don't know that he'd be able to at his late age <laughs> – how dare you? I know, right? How dare you? <laughs> I mean, he's still in really good shape. And I think I think Sean, if he couldn't come back and confidently have a match, I don't think he'd do it. Right. Now, you're not going to get the classics he had against Undertaker. You're not going to get Shawn Michaels versus uh, Kurt Angle. You're not going to It's not going to be that. But I think they could tell a compelling story and do a, I think with Daniel Bryan, especially, you could do a lot of catch wrestling, a lot of tech, technical stuff. Right. And really wow people with some of the stuff they do there. Plus, I mean, you could come up with some spots that maybe would look more dangerous than they are right? to make it the match seem more appealing. But again, this is all speculation. Triple H and The Undertaker, I mean, is there any chance Taker doesn't win? Probably not, but I will say. The, you know what? Only way that happens, only way Taker doesn't win is if Shawn Michaels costs him the match because they're building it back to them too at WrestleMania. I still, I do think they're going to have Undertaker win, but I'm glad that because I wasn't when they first announced the match. I was, I was excited, but I greatly. But as soon as they added Shawn Michael and Kane, yeah. I'm like, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely wondering now because again they teased it, and that could be a way for Shawn to stick it back to Taker. You I'm know? still going with Taker. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I'm torn now. I'm torn on what I want. Much like Natalie and Bruglia. Ah, I'm thinking I'm Creed, torn. but okay. No, not that kind of torn. <laughs> In this case, nothing's right, I'm torn. Um You're such a girl. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call the dark horse here and I'm gonna say Triple H. Ooh. And I'm sure it'll be because of shenanigans. It will not be because Triple H just beats Undertaker. It will be because of it'll be because of I don't like shenanigans. I like wrestling. It'll be because of shenaniganry. No shenanigans. There's shen- wrestling is shenanigans. <sighs> it's shenanigans and tights. Okay. That's all it is. I don't like shenanigans like people interfering and causing the match to go a different way or to end up in no call. Well, Ugh. I don't think that'll happen. I, don't, I, I, I think he may super kick Taker when WWE never do that again. Oh, they'll do it at some point. Um, don't act like they that. won't because they will. Makes me mad. But so that is our Super Showdown. <laughs> uh, uh, look at Super Showdown anyway. So that takes care of that, and uh, now it is time for us to dive into the mailbag. We have a mailbag? Yeah, we do. Oh. oh. Um, I know, crazy, right? <laughs> I kind of forgot to ask people for mail, so we didn't oh. have a ton this week. <laughs> uh, God love him. Corey Parrish sent us one, though, and uh, okay. Corey, a regular listener, so thank you, Corey. Thank uh, you, Corey. He said, I haven't watched SmackDown yet because I've been busy. I understand. Me too. And I can relate. 
but Raw was pretty good. Sucks that Sasha Banks is injured, but she really didn't have much going on, so I didn't hate what they did with Bailey and Baylor. Or Balor. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I just um, Everything is pointing to a Dean heel turn, but we'll see. We could just be getting swerved. Entirely possible. Those are really your only options. It's either going to happen <laughs> or it's not. Well, that so, is true. Astute, Corey. <laughs> um, I, do I like great. the reference to Swerve, though. That was a funny show. <laughs> it was all right. Sometimes. I liked when Paige went around and shocked everybody with the, the prod. That was pretty funny. I guess, I don't know. The Dean thing, I do think a Dean turn is coming. Oh, for sure. I think for he sure. is. It's been and talked I think about he'd be for a, a good while. One. I think he'd be a good heel. Wasn't it like before his injury even, they started talking about it? Yeah, I think you're right. So, I think it's happening. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it. You're, oh. Uh, taking care of it. I know, right? Thank you, Corey. You, you wouldn't know it, Janice, but 50 minutes have gone by. Holy cow. I know. You just sat here and talked about wrestling for 50 minutes instead of doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I still have all this work on my desk. I know, I know. What am I doing? <laughs> I don't know. But that's it for Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, episode 68 this week. So close to the inappropriate one. So oh, I don't get to do the inappropriate Dave, Dave, one. I mean, if you want to, you're more than welcome to come HR back. HR should definitely be doing oh my the God, inappropriate you're right, you one. You know what? <laughs> since you since you previewed Super Showdown with me, even though Dave will be back, you're going to come back on the next one. Dave, you're Super fired. Showdown. I'm coming back for the inappropriate well, one. Well, I mean, you just have three people. Whatever. Um, <laughs> in any event, we're definitely going to uh, next week. We'll review. We'll be reviewing Super Showdown, and then I feel like we have to preview. Um, the evolution event next oh week. Oh my god! Because they can't stop having these things back to back to back. Mm. Whatever, I suppose. Gives you something to talk about. Yeah, because we're so short on that. Because <laughs> you know, I'm not good at running my mouth or anything. Neither Dave. He just sits here the whole time. Doesn't say a word. Well, maybe Brie will hurt some more people. Oh. <laughs> well, all right. Remember, uh, Facebook.com/slash ESPR. 99 twitter at espr99 email us espr at fm99.com and of course you can find us on fm99.com and 1069thefox.com and remember please share 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 so people can find us and if you're going to listen to us especially on itunes five star rating and a review would help us greatly we love you long time (laughs) so until next week uh remember eat sleep podcast and repeat